Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Anderson, and today we have Owen on with us. Owen Anthony, you're a froth and surfer, a little grom. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Good. Where are you from? Uh, Jacksonville Beach, Florida. Nice, dude. So you're a full frother. You surf every single day, huh? Yeah. I love that, dude. What, um, how often do you surf throughout the day? Are you like a two to three times a day kind of guy or do you surf like once a day? Like one to two. I'm really- one to two times every single day. Yeah. I love that, dude. Like one in the morning and one afternoon. What's your, what's your favorite? Is it better in the morning or the afternoon? Morning is way better here. What time do you wake up? Are you like a 5 a.m. kind of grom? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Are you really? Are you serious? You wake up at 5 a.m.? Yeah, a lot, actually. When you wake up, do you just like have the crazy amount of energy or all frothed up? Uh, not really. <laughs> Talk to me about how you get psyched in the morning. I usually just like sit on the couch, watch some TV, like watch some of the WSL contests wait for my dad to wake up and then ask if he can take me (laughs) do you track all the contests all the wsl stuff uh yeah pretty much that's rad dude so what grade are you in right now i'm going into sixth you're going into sixth grade are you homeschool or do you go to uh, public school or what well i'm going to do florida virtual yes from like sixth to tenth nice dude do they have does your school have like a surf team or anything uh no dude that would be so sick i remember when i was your age we had surf teams and then i went into high school and we'd surf pe it was really cool we got to surf at school all the time so how did you first get into surfing dude where did it all start well my dad used or still like surf some um sometimes and he got me into it when i was little how old were you when you first started surfing I think I was about five or six. Really? When I started. Did you yeah. did you start on like a boogie board or did you start on a surfboard? Like a huge long board. A huge long board? Yeah. Dude, I remember getting pushed into waves on a boogie board. It was so fun. <laughs> and like standing up on a boogie really? board because I was so small. I was like getting pushed in on a boogie board and everybody was like, what the heck? Why are you doing that? But <laughs> long boards are the go that's the way to start for sure. Especially like foamies and all of that. Do you still ride longboards every once in a while? Uh, yeah. Like when sometimes at the pier when it's a lot small and like not very powerful, I ride one. So you just went on a crazy trip, right? You went yes to Texas. You went to California. You went all over the place. Talk to me about that. Where did you start? Our first stop was Texas. Okay. And where in Texas Which, were you? Waco. Oh, you went to the wave pool. Yep. How was it? It was so fun. Talk to me about that wave. What do you think about it? It's a really fun wave because like it's so like steep and powerful that you can do like these big hits off the top and it's just really fun. It's pretty rad. And also you can tell them how you want the wave. Yeah. Well, we didn't originally have any sessions there at the beginning. Like we were just going to stay the night there. But we got in on a waiting list 
uh-huh. for a big be- for a beginner, an intermediate, and an expert, and we got into all three of them. What? Yeah, like the beginner one, they don't let you ride longboards and foamies. Yeah. So we just did that for the beginner, and then the intermediate was pretty fun. The expert was so fun. Because in the expert, we surfed with like Jackson Dorian and a bunch of other Hawaii Hawaii kids. That's so rad. Did you get any barrels? Uh, I got one. Nice, dude. That wave is so fun too. So we did, last time I was there, we did private sessions. So we got to choose what we wanted to do for the wave. And uh, we were making air sections and barrel sections. We surfed like the lowers wave. I think the lowers wave is like the normal wave maybe that they have for all those sessions but it gets really fun dude it's crazy how packed that place is huh i know did you go down the slides and stuff oh yeah i went down the biggest one a couple times did you try some like backflips and stuff no i didn't try any of those. <laughs> what was your what was your favorite part about florida or uh texas probably the expert session it, it was so fun yeah it is a powerful wave did you did you hit the bottom at all uh, yeah, a couple times. The bottom's kind of gnarly, huh? Bit. Yeah. Full one, concrete. One of the kids in the expert sessions, like, buckled the nose of his board trying in air. Really? Yeah. I feel like with the wave pool, you can... Well, how many people were in your session? It's nine maxed out. So were there nine people, though? Yes. I feel there like is. even with those nine people, you can catch so many waves. Because if you yeah. go, like, once you're paddling yeah. back out... And there's a wave coming. If somebody falls, you just get the next one. Yeah. So fun. Did you get waves underneath people? Like when they, when they fell, were you getting the, the slop of the wave? I got like two or three of this. Yeah. I was, I was just waiting for like the actual waves. Do you feel like the wave pool, if you had one like in your backyard, it would make you a way better surfer? Oh, yeah. Easily. Why, why do you think it's so much easier to surf a wave pool than the ocean? Because you don't really have to like find where the peak is or anything like that. You kind of just know where it is. Yeah. You just know to go sit there and what the wave's going to be like. Would you say? Would you say that the wave pool is more consistent than the ocean? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Huh. I feel like with the ocean, like you, every wave's different. And what's cool about the wave yeah. pool is it's like a skate park. So if you were trying to learn airs, you could just only try airs for like hours and hours do you guys you guys don't get like that much swell huh like it's pretty hit or miss uh yeah pretty much how often do you get like a really good swell not very often like we like a couple months ago we had like a storm just like a hurricane or a tropical storm just barely missed florida and we got like perfect waves that's epic with with the wave pool, I mean, there's kids your age, right? How old are you, 12? I'm 11. 11? So there's kids your age that are just trying to get into surfing, right? Like all mm-hmm. over the world. If yeah. they have the accessibility to a wave pool like Waco, would you say that that's a good spot to learn how to surf with a beginner wave? Uh, yes, because like you can either choose to surf the white water of it or mm-hmm. you can surf like the actual like face of the wave. Do they have different waves for the beginner session or do they have only one wave? It's the same thing, just left and right. And then it's not as big, right? No, it's only like 
two to three feet. So how big was like the expert session compared to the beginner session? Well, the expert, the people were calling it uh, six feet, but it was like maybe four or five feet. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny because those wave pools, they say that they're like six feet, but then when they start bumping it up too much, the wave doesn't, it gets worse. They need to like... It's like smaller, if anything. Yeah, it it is for sure. And it kind of like... I think that if they had different areas that they could move reef around, like Kelly Slater's wave pool, like underneath the water, Mm -hmm. you can start moving stuff around. Um, It would make the biggest difference. I'm not really sure how the bottom of that wave pool in Waco looks, but I know it's concrete because I've hit it, but. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like. (laughs) How many, how many waves did you get in an hour session? Well, me and Ethan and his dad who took me. Yeah. We only had one board that was like, waxed and had fins in it and yeah. no leash so each one of us catches two waves comes in and swaps and swaps with the other person gives them the board and they sit and wait for the other person to catch two waves so were you just were you just driving through texas no because it was like toward ni- night time like yeah. we got there midday-ish so uh-huh. we had like three sessions at night and then we left the next morning early. Dude, that is so rad. And where did you go after Texas? I think we went to New Mexico. What what was your next what was your next surf destination? Surf destination? California. How was that? Trestles. It was oh, so fun. Trestles. How many waves were you getting every single day? Just an insane amount. I mean most of the trip, it was, like, really good. Yeah. So, a lot of, like, the good, like, pros, like, Griffin, Griffin, Kolohe were out there. So, yeah. like, we just sit on the inside and catch at least 30 waves each a session. Wow. And you stayed, did you stay in San Clemente? Uh, yeah. We stayed in San Clemente at a hotel. Or not a hotel, like a condo. Well, uh, Dude, I, I heard through... When you were driving to California, your buddy and you won some money. Oh, yeah. So, Ethan's dad gave us each 20 bucks and he said, I'm going to go to the roulette. You Both of you pick a number. So, I picked my number I, and he said, it's going to be a lesson on not to gamble and how quick you can lose like 20 bucks. Yeah. So, I went. I didn't get it. And then I told... Ethan was thinking like a bunch of these different numbers. And I said, Ethan, pick 27. And then his dad asked him, Ethan, what number are you going to pick? And he picked 27 black, and it was that. Are you serious? Yeah. So we ended up winning like $700 and put is putting it toward an electric bike. What? Yeah. How stoked was he? He like couldn't even talk. He was That's so surprised. So so yeah. in in Waco, it was probably pretty warm, huh? You guys didn't wear any wetsuits. Oh uh, no, yeah. And you did you have any of your own boards? Uh yeah, I brought two of my own boards. But it was just like you guys randomly got into the session, so you used your buddy's board. Yeah, we weren't ready at all because we didn't expect to get in any sessions. Yeah. We walked into the doors of Waco. Within five minutes, I said. They told us to like run down to the wave pool and go grab a foamy and go out because we were in the session. 
were you frothing? Yeah, we were so That's excited. That's so sick. So how did you get from Florida to Texas? We drove in Nathan's dad's car. So you guys drove the whole entire time, all the way to California. How gnarly of a drive was that? It took about a week. Wow. Our longest drive in a day was like 13 hours. Did you guys surf on the way in like Texas or anything? We only surfed Waco and then we didn't surf again until California. How warm was the water in Texas? It was so hot there. Yeah. The water was like hot. It was kind of nice though. On the way to California, where did you guys stop off? Like you said you went to New Mexico or did you go through Arizona or anything like that? Yes. We started in Florida and then we stopped at Waco and then we I think we went to Mexico. The, New Mexico? Wait. Either New Mexico and then I'm not sure if we did the Grand Canyon before or after New Mexico. Yeah. But from the Grand Canyon, we went to Las Vegas, and then we went straight to California. Where would you recommend people to stop off on the way? If they're driving from Florida all the way to California, where would you say to stop off? Definitely Waco. <laughs> For all the surfers, huh? What about like the Grand Canyon? Was that pretty insane? Yeah, it was so cool. It's pretty rad, huh? Yeah, we hiked for a while. Did you go down, down? No, all the way we down? didn't. We didn't go down because apparently uh, it takes like at least two days to get to the bottom. Really? Yeah, and we were only staying like one night. Yeah. So we just like walked around the edge of the whole thing. That's fun though, dude. So, is there a specific time that Waco is the best to go surf? I mean, I know it's a man-made wave, but with with weather and stuff, when would you say is the best time? In the morning time. In the morning. It's so cool in the morning. Yeah. Because we woke up and we just saw this group of people with a private session and it, it looked so fun. Dude, that sounds so, so Perfect sick. glassy barrels and air sections. It's it pretty so rad. Fun. That place is really, really cool, man. And I love the fact that you can just tell them what wave to make. And that's a thing too. Like for you, um, obviously you want to probably go back. Uh, yeah, definitely. So for you, it'd be to cool back. to be able to get like a private session and tell them what yeah. you want because it would make you such a better surfer, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you could go back right now, what, what would you tell them to make? What kind of wave? Probably air section because I've been trying to work on a lot of my airs lately. The air section's fun, dude. And it's pretty easy. Yeah. It's really easy. And that's another thing too, Owen, is that you can tell them to make the air section and then you get used to where you need to start staying high and pump really hard to do the air and you it's like repetition you just have a habit of staying in the same spot and it's perfect you can start throwing the craziest airs what's the biggest difference in your mind with surfing in the ocean versus surfing in a wave pool well here and waco the difference is like waco has so much more power and it's such a steep wave yeah uh, like here in Jack's Beach, like it's a lot more of a mellow wave and not a lot of power. Yeah. So like Waco, it's just a lot better wave because I don't even. It's, it's perfect. Really it's a fun. consistent, perfectly yeah. man-made wave. Yeah, just perfect. 
if somebody wanted to get into surfing, would you recommend them uh, going to Waco if they were around that area? Or would you say, let's start in the ocean? If they're doing the beginner session, then yeah, I'd probably recommend it if they're already in Texas. Yeah. But some days here, it's actually like today, it's really good for like some beginners. Yeah. It was just like small, like half a foot to a foot. Perfect for like a lot of beginners. Yeah. Where's your local surf spot around there? We have this place called The Poles, the Jack's Beach Pier, and then like an hour away from here, there's a place called Volano, which it's like just kind of shore pound, but it's really good for like barrels. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's like a really like hollow wave. Yeah. It's a beach break. If somebody wanted to get into surfing, what advice would you have them? Somebody your age. Don't like, I get someone like, go get a coach who knows what they're doing. Um, start off with like a foamy longboard or like a smaller one, depending on like their size. And go, don't go out and like big surf for your first time. Go out and like, a lot smaller, like one to two foot, maybe smaller actually. Oh, and do you do contests? Yes. Did you do. do any when you were in California? Yes, but I did three of them. I didn't do very good. What What contests did you do? I did NSSA Nationals, USA, and Rip Curl Ground Search. How was that? Was that pretty fun? Yeah. The weight, but two of them we're in Huntington and one was at Lowers. What do you think about Huntington, the wave? It's not my favorite wave. It's a hard one, huh? Yeah. Like, free surfing, I did okay in the contest. I just couldn't, like, do anything. I, was, I did terrible in the contest. Did it get small? For one division, or, yeah, for one division, it was small. And... Another division, it was like two to three, maybe four. But it it was either a closeout or it had nothing to it. Gnarly. How was how big was Lowers when you went there? The biggest day was probably Surfline said it was like four to six. Wow. Was it actually proper? Yeah, if like the bigger when the bigger sets came through, yeah, it was probably six feet. Dude, that's epic. Oh, and yeah. do you have do you have a YouTube or Instagram or anything like that? I have an Instagram. Do you want to shout your Instagram out? Uh sure, yeah. What it's is it? It's Owen Anthony 2010. Sick, dude. Well, thanks for coming on and talking to us about your surfing, dude. I'm stoked that you're having fun. Are you uh you guys getting any swell soon? Uh hopefully, yeah. I think this was building this week. Really? You guys get a lot of like just storms, huh? Windswell. Yeah. Most, like we get our biggest waves during the nor'easters. Uh-huh. But even then it's like really like sometimes it can get blown out really easily or. Yeah. But after rainstorms, it's like really good because it'll be glossy. It gets good. Yeah. Do you track swells already? A little bit sometimes. Yeah. That's pretty rad, dude. I wasn't doing that at 11 years old. I would just show up to the beach. Rad, dude. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Owen. Thank you for 
giving me this opportunity. No worries, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening in to Above and Below and uh, listening to Owen froth out on his surfing. We'll catch you guys next time. Later, Owen. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.